Dobre večer. Tutaj wigam. Vitajte na sotokotnjovem potsumovanju polskik i irlandskik vidimosti zemna. William Murphy. Our main stories this week include Poland's political crisis ends with the signing of a new coalition agreement between the United Right Parties on Saturday. A cabinet reshuffle sees Jarosław Kaczynski set to become a deputy prime minister as Jagwiga Emelewicz exits Porozumenia. The Polish government rejects criticism from foreign ambassadors over LGBTI rights. And a concert of solidarity with Belarus takes place at the national stadium in Warsaw. The crisis within the ranks of the Zednachona Prawica, our united right coalition, ended at midday on Saturday when the three party leaders, Jarosław Kaczynski, Jarosław Govan and Zbigniew Żabro, signed the new coalition agreement at the Prawo Ispravedliwość headquarters on Novogrodzka Street in Warsaw, in the presence of Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki. Each of the leaders declared themselves satisfied with the agreement, which followed several meetings between Kaczynski and Solidarna Polska leader Zbigniew Żabro. The crisis had hinged on the future in the government of Solidarna Polska, following policy disagreements over a range of issues, culminating in their vote against the Animal Welfare Bill. Details of the agreement were not disclosed, and the leaders took no questions from the media. However, multiple sources reported on Saturday, and earlier, that in the cabinet reshuffle to follow, Jarosław Kaczynski would join the Mateusz Morawiecki cabinet as a deputy prime minister, with oversight of the Justice, Interior and Administration and National Defence Ministries. This could be seen as a way of reining in Zbigniew Żabro, who had demanded tougher policy positions on a range of issues, or equally as Kaczynski forming a buffer between Żabro, who is to remain as Justice Minister and Prosecutor General, and Prime Minister Morawiecki. On Monday evening, there was a marathon four-hour meeting of the Prawo Ispravedliwość leadership to discuss the government reconstruction. Prime Minister Morawiecki unveiled his new cabinet at a news conference yesterday afternoon, including Jarosław Kaczynski as a Deputy Prime Minister and Head of the State's Security Committee. Morawiecki said that the new structure of the government is to facilitate better decision-making. The number of ministries has been reduced from 20 to 14, with the separate ministries for digital affairs, sports, and maritime economy and England navigation, among those to disappear. Morawiecki also said that an additional Minister Without Portfolio post would be allocated to Sudarna Polska. The formal appointments will be made by President Andrzej Duda next week. Jagars Puda is to be the new Agriculture and Forestry Minister, replacing Jan Krzysztof Ardanowski, who voted against the Animal Welfare Bill, with Szymisław Czarnik, becoming Minister of Education and Science. In addition to returning as a Deputy Prime Minister, Jarosław Govan becomes Minister of Development, Labour and Technology. The Porozumenia leader's decision to re-enter the government, from which she resigned in April, in the dispute over the holding of the presidential election, meant there was no role for the woman who replaced him as a Deputy Prime Minister, while also continuing to serve as Minister of Development, Jagwiga Emelewicz. She announced on Saturday that she was leaving Porozumenia and would sit in the same as an independent member of the Zednachona Prawica. Emelewicz said that in the very serious crisis of recent months, she had found herself on the opposite sides of the dispute to govern on various political questions.
She said that the new coalition agreement and Govan's decision to return to the government, meaning there was no place for her, was not the only reason she decided to leave Parizumenia, saying, It is a very difficult decision for me, because it was Yaroslav Govan who introduced me to politics, and we have founded and created the party together for years. However, among all the available options, this one seems to be the most honest, she told the Polish press agency PAP. A spokesperson for the party said the departure was her personal decision and that her behaviour in various situations had indicated a gradual movement away from the policies of the party. Her departure will reduce Porozumenia to 17 seats in the same. The party also holds two Senate seats. On Sunday, in a rare public letter, the ambassadors to Poland of 50 states, including the country's EU partners, among them Ireland, as well as other countries including the US and the UK, defended the position of LGBTI rights in Poland, saying they supported efforts to raise public awareness of issues affecting the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and intersex community, and other communities in Poland facing similar challenges. The US ambassador to Poland, Georgette Mosbacher, tweeted the letter and wrote, Human rights are not an ideology. They are universal. 50 ambassadors and representatives agree. Prime Minister Morawiecki responded at a news conference saying, To the dear ambassadors, I can only say that tolerance belongs to the Polish DNA. Nobody needs to teach us tolerance, because we are a nation that has learned such tolerance for centuries, and we have given many testimonies to the history of such tolerance. Also commenting, Deputy Justice Minister Sebastian Kaleta from Solidarna Polska said that the Western world has become submerged by leftist ideology, but this does not mean it gives the right to demand that sovereign countries such as Poland should follow suit, adding that minorities in Poland have always been respected, which was not always the case in the West. On Monday, the Deputy Foreign Minister, Paweł Jablonski, said that discrimination is banned under the Polish constitution and that this principle is fully respected. Poland, which along with many other countries is experiencing an upsurge in reported COVID-19 cases, this week tightened restrictions in some areas of the country. The increase has meant that Poland didn't long remain on Ireland's so-called green list of countries, to which people can travel without being advised to restrict their movements for two weeks upon their return. As of Sunday night, four of the seven countries on the list, Germany, Iceland, Lithuania and Poland, were removed, leaving just three of the original seven, Cyprus, Finland and Latvia, remaining, with Liechtenstein being added. As of Wednesday, the number of reported COVID-19 cases in Poland stood at 91,514, with 2,513 deaths being attributed to the virus the vast majority of whom had pre-existing conditions. Last Saturday, a concert in support of the Belarusian opposition entitled Solidarity with Belarus took place at the National Stadium in Warsaw. Well-known Polish artists took part in the concert, which was attended by Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki, who said that 40 years ago, Solidarity was born in Poland, and then Poles had the courage to say no to those who violated human and civil rights and trampled freedom. Today, the Belarusian people are fighting for their freedom 
and we want to stand by their side while they go down this rough road. Pavel Lutuska, a member of the Belarusian Opposition Coordination Council, also spoke at the concert and said that he would like to thank the Polish government and society for their support and solidarity with the Belarusian people in these difficult times. The Visegrad Group countries, including Poland, have expressed opposition to the European Commission's new migration plan, which was unveiled last Wednesday and is designed to overhaul migration and asylum rules. While it would remove the previous requirement, which Poland rejected, for all member states to accept the share of migrants, it would still legally oblige member states to contribute in other ways if they were not prepared to accept refugees. Speaking following a meeting with Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki said that the EU's objective should be to enforce the most strict and effective border checks. On Tuesday, it was reported that investigators dealing with the Swapomir Novak corruption case have arrested three more suspects as part of their inquiry. The state news agency, PAP, quoted prosecutors in Warsaw as saying that those held included a former CEO of a Polish fuel and energy corporation and a former management board member for energy companies. Last Friday, the Polish government signed an agreement with trade unions to end underground protests in coal mines belonging to the Polska Grupa Gorniczka Group, which is Poland's largest coal producer. The deal will see the phased closure of hard coal mines in Poland by 2049. The head of the government delegation to the talks, Artur Sobon, said that the agreement would lead to a just transformation of the Polish mining and energy sector. Dominik Kolosz, from the Solidarity Trade Union, welcomed the agreement to end the week-long protests, although he said that in reality it would mean the end of the mining industry in the long term. Toshisko Natentijan, Zaprasham Nakleni, Potsumavanya Zatijan Otisame Proje. The Branats.